Hello, and welcome to Sustainable Living. My name is Liam, and I'm joined by Castillo Ritter and my podcast team. My name is Carter. And my name is Hawk, and me and my team attend the Franklin School of Innovation, and we're in ninth grade. Merging on I-26, I saw it. An 18-wheeler with a bed full of river rocks for people's yards. The rocks were taken from the homes of fish and now are in people's yards for decoration, but no care for their destruction to the environment. And the removal of these rocks from there displaces structures for fish. Many river species lay eggs and crevices between rocks, moving them can result in altered flows, which could wash away the eggs or expose them to predators. And since the eggs are vulnerable to get eaten, their populations decline, all because people want their gardens to be pretty. Now they are participating in the massacre of thousands of fish. This is sad, even though the concept of sustainability can be traced back to after the Industrial Revolution in 1840. People still don't understand the repercussions on the environment due to their actions. This negligence to our environment can lead to high deaths in plants and animals. So why don't people understand? It may be due to the fact that media called early signs of environmental instability a hoax. Also, older generations were not taught the importance of having clean and sustainable environments. So what do we need to do for the people to change? We need to educate our younger generations instead of trying to get the older ones to believe it. So with that, we're gonna teach you three ways you can be more sustainable and help put this climate crisis to an end. So what can these students do to be more environmentally friendly? Well, it's about finding little things that you can do. As an example from Castile Ritter. You find your you find your in, you start with those things and then like pay attention to what you're putting in your trash. I live in the desert. It is so hot here. I go through chapstick like nothing and they all come in these tiny little plastic tubes that are not recyclable. So I set out to find a compostable chapstick alternative and so I buy my lip balm on Etsy and when I'm done with it I chop it up and throw it in my compost to be eaten by my worms. This is a great example but there are many other things you can do. You could turn your lights off or eat less meat. It might be simple but it is very easy to do. Another thing you can do is bring your own bottle or mug to restaurants. Like bringing your own reusable cup or coffee mug is easy and fulfilling, and sometimes you even get drink discounts for using them. And the impacts would be significant. To quote from Oceana.org, Oceana estimates that just 10% increase in the share of soft drink beverages sold in refillable bottles could decrease marine plastic pollution by 22%. This would keep 4.5 to 7.6 billion plastic bottles out of the ocean each year. So that means that if there's a very small number of people that change their ways, it would save millions of lives of sea creatures. So, after you make these small changes, what's next? You can start composting. But what items in my house can I compost, and what do I do with the compost? Well, maybe Ms. Ritter can answer that. My house, the big things that we do are we compost. I have a compost, I have two compost tumblers outside, any food waste that we have, any vegetables, anything that is compostable, and, and that all goes into the chemistry of composting, um, goes in there, mix it up, my lawn waste goes in there, it becomes soil for my garden. Even if you're going to change your routine, not everything's going to work. Mr. Gurr has an example of this. There's, there's some things that just don't work too, like I tried, um, zero waste shampoo that comes, it's just like a bar essentially, it doesn't come in a bottle. Mm -hmm. 
But it made my scalp break out, so I can't have that. Even though some things don't always work, you have to remember this quote from Miss Ritter. So you just do what you can, one thing at a time, and not everything's gonna work, and that's okay. And with that, the three ways we've learned to live more sustainably is to change something small to your everyday life. Or participating in preventing plastic pollution in our oceans by using a reusable cup or bottle. Maybe you could just start composting if you have the room. But it's always important to remember that everything is going to work. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed and learned something new. Remember to reuse, recycle, and make small changes to your everyday routine. We hope you found this podcast useful. Lastly, big thanks to Castile Ritter for joining us and telling us about how she changed her life in a small way to be more sustainable.